everyone, and welcome back to It's Super Important, the podcast about literary-inspired web series. I'm Jules. And I'm Zoe. And today we're going to be discussing episodes 11 through 20 of season two of Project Green Gables. This was a, an interesting set of episodes. Um, it's mostly uh, devoted to uh, some Paul stuff and... The introduction of Davy and Dora, which uh, I thought was interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of Paul in these. Um, mm-hmm. And also, like, um, the Gilbert and Davy being jealous of Paul bits are yeah. amusing. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to those, but... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into it. All right. Uh, episode 11 is called Chatting with Guild 2, uh, L'Avenir. Uh, I don't know why it's called that specifically. Avenir is afternoon, right? Um, you're asking someone who doesn't know French. Listen, <laughs> I took French for four years in high school. I should know this. <laughs> oh, the future. Oh, interesting. Okay, that makes sense. They are talking yeah. about the future. Um, I always yes. just assumed ignorantly that it was a play on Avonlea somehow. Hmm. It could still be, but clearly it's an actual word yeah. that means something. So I doubt it's a bilingual pun. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's what it's called. Yeah. Uh, so Gilbert and Anne are both at a cafe. Um, I just, I love that this show goes to cafes so much. Like, that's just so cozy to me. Yes, it's so good. Uh, and they are discussing with, they, they are discussing Anne's students. Gilbert asks how Prilly is feeling about being told that he rejected her. Yes, and Anne says that she's now going for Artie Sloan. Yeah, uh, and Gilbert is offended by that. <laughs> like, yeah, he, he says his heart weeps that he's interchangeable with a Sloan. Gilbert asks if all of her students adore her, and she says that basically they all like her except for Anthony Pye. Uh, Gilbert is worried about her uh, because she's basically facing an hour of abuse from Tony Pye once a week. She says that he has new ways to be sexist and obnoxious every day. Um, or every week. Mm -hmm. Um, and Gilbert's like, look, just because you think you can handle something doesn't mean you should. Um, yeah. And that like, Anne shouldn't need to be going through all of this when this person Mm -hmm. is like going out of his way to make things difficult for her. Um, yeah. And I sort of have complicated feelings about this because I absolutely agree with Gilbert Um, but at the same time, like, they are teaching these, they're supposed to be, like, tutoring these people, but also they're not teachers, like, they're not, they're not trained teachers, they're just other students, so they don't have Mm -hmm. the same obligations to their students, but, like, at the same time, Annie is right that, like, they should Mm -hmm. be trying with these kids, but like yeah. Anthony Pye sort of has crossed a line multiple times. Yeah, it's definitely a complicated situation, and I can definitely understand both of their perspectives. Yeah, which is a great thing about these um, these Anne and Gill chats is that they talk about complicated things that don't really have clear answers, and they tend to disagree on like 
the details. Um, and that's how friends mm-hmm. are. Anne starts talking about how great Paul is. She says that getting to know Paul is like an adventure in an enchanted forest. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah, but then also calls him uh, cute and adorable. And Gilbert seems a little bit jealous of that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Gilbert, you are completely misreading this, but okay. <laughs> yeah, she literally is, like, calling him adorable, like how you talk about a kitty cat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and talks about how she had a conversation with uh, Jacob Donnell <laughs> about why his behavior is problematic, but he didn't seem to get it. Yeah, he said he wouldn't do it around her, and it's like, well, that doesn't fix things, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Gilbert asks Anne what she has planning on deciding on her, of her major to be. Uh, Anne says that she hasn't decided, and Gilbert starts talking about how she probably has, like, ideas about what order she wants to take her classes in, <laughs> and stuff like that. And I'm like, it's it's so sweet that, like, they already know each other this well. Yeah, it really is. Uh, Gilbert says that he has decided he wants to be a doctor, and he wants to help people without the privilege that he has, which is, like, a great, like, turnaround from the Gilbert we were first introduced to. Yeah, it really is. Anne says that she wants to bring some beauty into the world. But Gilbert thinks that she's already brought joy and happiness into people's lives. And, like, that's true. She definitely has brought joy and happiness into, like, Marilla's life and Matthew's life when he was alive. And, like, ever, all of her Avonlea friends, I think really enjoy her company so like yeah absolutely yeah. and also I think like already she did. has a youtube channel that people watch yeah so mm-hmm. yeah i definitely think she's already succeeded in that but she yeah like wants to make a difference through like arts and culture uh cut to a little bit later and says uh like pass me that book love or something uh-huh and <laughs> and gilbert says that sometimes Anne talks to him like he's her son instead of her best friend and Anne is very offended by that because she says, he's not even my best friend. Remember Diana? Yeah. Gilbert's just like getting dunked on in the friend department. Like. Yeah. <laughs> but then she says about Gilbert, your wild soul needs mothering. Like, no. I don't like that. I don't like it at all. Nope. <laughs> Gilbert asks her if she likes children, um, and she says, well, I was taking care of children before I came here, and Gilbert's like, well, you just fit here so well, it sometimes feels like you were always here. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, Anne's, and Anne says, you know things exist when you don't look at them. <laughs> she also accuses him of like, um, trying to erase her tragic backstory. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's great. Anne says that she does like children, um, and she might have to dig up the nursing skills soon, because a pair of twins in Marilla's family will be staying with them because their mother has gotten ill. So she says to Gilbert, we have to reschedule the Tarantino marathon, and I'm just like, of course Gilbert is making her watch Tarantino movies. Of course he is. What is it? I'm even- With Anne's friends showing her, like, gore and violence. I don't know, because first it was Diana, and now it's Gilbert, and I'm like, and like, I'm the kind of person who even likes Tarantino movies, but I don't think Anne would like them. Yeah. Gilbert asks her to read, like, an essay that he wrote, and then asks her what she thinks, 
Anne says that his analysis of one of the female characters is kind of one-sided and that he basically called her a hideous bitch for, uh, quote-unquote, stealing this other woman's fiancé. Yeah, and Gilbert's like, but that that's like, he, she shouldn't have done that. And Anne's like, yeah, mm-hmm. but like, he's also responsible. And besides, yeah. like, if they're really in love, there's like some justification for it. Um, mm-hmm. Which is interesting. I do think mm-hmm. that, like, getting into that is a little bit awkward. Um, like, the way they have her read his paper and then right away be like, your analysis of this one female character is kind of one-sided. Like, without yeah. naming the character or anything, it feels yeah. a little contrived. Yeah. Um, I-, I noticed that, too. I was just like, well, what's her name? What's the name of the character? Yeah. Who are we talking about here? It, I yeah. think it would have been better if they'd, like, chosen an actual piece of fiction to talk about yeah but that's okay and says that uh gilbert will never be first in english if he like keeps up this kind of narrow-minded analysis and And gilbert says i'll never be first in english because (laughs) you're in my class yeah which is true um yeah so that's that episode um episode 12 is called family editions and is back in her room this is a pretty short episode and just kind of reiterates what she said um, at the, the end of last up video that Marilla has taken in the twins. Yes. Uh, there's one point when Anne mentions that the world is crazy and that Donald Trump is a political candidate. And I'm like, Oh uh, boy, you have no idea. <laughs> boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Remember 2016? Yeah. 2016 was a bad year, but 2020 is a worse year. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We thought that 2016 was like the worst it could get. And then no. No, it wasn't. (laughs) The kid's mother is seriously ill and their uncle can't take them in right now because he's like out of the country on business or something. Um, Anne talks about how Marilla was already done with these kids after the car ride taking them home. (laughs) Anne describes Davy as a handful. So the twins' name are Davy and Dora. Yeah. Um... Anne describes Davy as a handful who doesn't sit still and likes to amuse himself by causing a mess or making his sister cry, which is not great. Nope. And then Dora is like a a doll made in a factory. She's like the perfect child. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's they're very opposite siblings. Anne does say that it's nice to have someone to liven up the house again because it's been just her and Marilla for a while. And the house had gotten kind of quiet. And also says that she might ask the twins' mom if she can have the kids on her videos sometime. I assume their mom says no because we never see them. Yeah. But, like, I like that there's that kind of, like, mention of that. Because, like, that is something I feel like Anne would want to do. She would want to have these kids on her videos. But, like, I also get like why, like, their mother wouldn't want them to be on them. Yeah, exactly. Because, like... And that also, to me, shows that, like, she is a responsible parent who cares. She's just, you know, not able to be there for them right now. Um, And I don't know. I have feelings about people who put their, especially young children, on YouTube. I think it's very irresponsible. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And, like, borderline evil. But (laughs) um, obviously, these kids are 11. um, They're not, like, six, but still. But, like... 
Um, okay, here's a tangent. Um, last summer, uh, 2019, I was a teacher at a camp. And I was basically teaching, like, 10 to 12-year-old kids how to, like, start their own YouTube channels. Yeah. And I, I took the job because, like, I needed the money and it was, like, a skill I could do. But, like, I did not feel comfortable about that job the entire time I was there. Episode 13 is called Davy in Nutshell. Anne says that there was no video last week and that the details on are on her Tumblr. I don't know if the details are on her Tumblr. Yeah, she said she would post a link in the description, but there was no link there. Yeah, so I I think that it's just missing information. Call out, call out post for the uh, <laughs> for the Project Green Gables team didn't either didn't make the Tumblr post or <laughs> forgot to link it. Sorry. Anne says that Davy is sometimes driving her crazy. He only seems to feel sorry after he's done something bad and then gets yelled at. He doesn't feel sorry, like, in the moment. Uh, but he is very honest about stuff, which Anne, like, is something that Anne likes about him. Davy seems to be jealous of Paul and sees him at some kind of competition, which is, like, I guess uh, Paul is, like, 16. Anne is 18. And... And Davy's 11. Yeah, so... Paul is closer to Anne's age than to Davy's age, but I guess I still cut. Was this something from the book? I don't remember. Um, because I think it would make they would be would closer make more sense in, age in the book. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, but um, I just wrote, "Wow, Anne's man friends have issues." Because <laughs> why are Gil and Davy both jealous of Paul? Like, what is this? I don't know. Why Why are you all being like this? It's very strange. Uh, uh, Davy had asked Anne if he'd like him more if he never did anything crazy and only wrote poems and read books, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, Anne says that she does really love Davy uh, because he always asks her questions and he has like this incredibly curious mind that she really likes and that Dora balances him out. And then someone knocks on her door, uh, cut, and says that she has to go because she is going to play in the snow with Davy. And uh, someone in the comments posted something that I thought was interesting, which is that they hoped that this series was going to give more for Dora to do. Yeah. Um, because in the book, uh, it kind of seems like both Anne and Marilla kind of ignored her. Uh, and I'm pretty sure there's something, an episode later on, that is more centered around Dora than Davy. Yeah, I think there is. I guess we'll see when we get there. It, yeah, because I, I don't remember this week, well. I think. Because the last, yeah. like, quarter of the season is pretty centered on the Miss Lavender stuff. Episode 14 is called Microaggressions. Someone in the comments noted that this episode came out the same week that Trump was elected, so... That's a thing. That's fun. And uh, Anne, Anne says that she has to talk about something. Uh, she has been hanging out with Mr. H. He has his rough edges, but he usually knows where to draw the line. But the other day, he did not know where to draw the line. Um, he was talking about how Rachel Lind had visited him to ask him to donate money for the church organ. And 
he says about Rachel Lind, women like her are so prone to being aggressive. And he also said that to her. And uh, by that, and says by that, by women by her, like her, he meant black women. Uh, (laughs) And says that uh, voicing every negative thing in your brain doesn't make you real or honest. It makes you rude. Which is definitely something that I appreciate her saying. Because, like, there's so many people I've met who are, like, super honest about stuff. And, like, it just makes them jerks. Like. Yeah. Anne says, uh, racism 101, you do not have to outright hate black people to be racist. And that you, it can often be unintentional. Uh, Mr. H perpetuated a negative stereotype about black women, whether he knew it or not. And, unfortunately, Anne thinks he did know it yeah and talks about how she deals with microaggressions every day and includes uh, like people asking where she's actually from and of course people touching her hair without permission yeah she says that you are not literally satan if you find yourself being low-key racist so stop being defensive if someone calls you out yeah which is just something a very important point um yeah it's like don't the don't make it about you thing like you messed up own up to it and move on yeah you just have something to learn and apologize for and Anne has seen people learn and apologize herself uh and apparently mr h admitted that she had a point and said that he would try to be better uh i i definitely like mr h less now oh yeah for sure so another thing from this episode um is Obviously, like, completely divorced from the actual content of racist microaggressions. Um, Anne talks about how she's also, like, prone to outbursts, um, Mm -hmm. but doesn't consider it, like, a core part of her personality or a positive trait. Um, And that also she's not going out there to, like, say mean things about people. Um, Yeah. And that definitely is an important distinction, I think. Like, just... Yeah. Like, sometimes it is hard to, like, have the self-control to not just say everything that comes out of your mouth, but it's not Mm -hmm. hard to, like, not say things that are racist. And it's not hard to, like, I don't know, have the self-awareness to know that sometimes you say things that are not the best. And, like... yeah. To, to not be proud of those aspects of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, that's like a distinction that comes up a little bit in this episode. Episode 15 is called Q&A Part 3. It starts with uh, Anne and Paul sitting together. Um, Anne and Paul have constant wars about tea or coffee. Anne likes tea. Paul likes coffee. Anne had to learn how to make tea for Paul. Um, yeah. and she makes Paul use the mugs she doesn't like because she doesn't think the coffee taste ever goes away. I love that. Um, she, th- this is definitely an indication of, like, how much Anne likes Paul because she says that mm-hmm. even Diana keeps her coffee drinking habits out of Anne's house. Yeah. <laughs> the first question that they got was, what would you want your superpower to be? Anne says that she would want to be a time traveler because she would like to hang out in the past, even though it would not. Like she said earlier, I think in like the first episode, she says like her situation as a black woman would not exactly be ideal. And she kind of repeats that here. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's 
sort of a built-in assumption that she would be going to like a time and place that was predominantly white. Um, mm-hmm. But also, I'm not going to nitpick. She's right. Uh, Paul agrees that time travel would be cool. They could figure out so many mysteries. But he would also like the ability to remember everything he's thought of, which is, I, I think, a cool power, too. Yeah. Someone asks a really long question that I just narrowed down to. What do you think our responsibility towards the world is? Yeah. And I just, at this moment, I just noticed her um, in the background, her rainbow and pansexual pride flags. Yeah. Which I think I think they showed up a couple episodes before this, but this was the first time I noticed them. So, like, that's nice. Yes. Um, and quotes Angel, which she described as the spinoff to Buffy the Vampire Slayer, in w- where she says, if nothing that you do matters, what matters is what you do. Which I think is a quote from, like, the last episode of Angel. Probably. Uh, yeah. Um, but Paul says that he has to think about it. Someone asks Paul how he's liking Avonlea, and he says that he's made friends. It's great. Yeah, he likes it because it's nothing like Boston, which is totally fair. Uh, And then someone asks, what are the other's most likable and dislikable traits? Anne says that she likes having conversations with Paul, and Paul likes that they understand each other. And they don't think that there's anything annoying about each other, which is nice. There's also a little tangent about noses. (laughs) Yeah, about Anne's like, I have, like, your nose is nice and... She's like, I'm kidding. And he's like, she's like, no, but actually your nose is, is fine. And, <laughs> Nothing wrong and with And Paul's your like, nose. yours too. And yours too. And Anne's like, I have the prettiest nose in Avonlea, which is something people have said. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's cute. Episode 16 is called Student Council Shenanigans. This episode is less than a minute long. Jane, Diana, and Anne walk into a, like a, is it like a, it's not a hallway. It's like a theater almost. I think in it's their the school. same place where they did the Christmas concert in season yeah, one. Yeah, but but the walls were black in that. So I do like that there's yeah. kind of this implication that they did actually paint it. Yeah, they just painted it wrong. This is like, this is clearly meant to just be like a funny episode. Because like, they're, the, Gilbert shows them the walls and they're like freaking out because the walls are off-white and not eggshell white. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, I'm Googling the difference. Off-white would be more like cream, probably, or like just- No, eggshell is more cream, it seems like. Did the paint bucket not say what kind of paint it was? Yeah, it really should. Um, Maybe the paint people put the wrong paint in the bucket? Probably. Yeah, but also an like explanation for it, and it doesn't really yeah. matter. Yeah, Jane, Anne, and Gilbert are freaking out, but Diana's like, it's fine. What are you guys talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that's that episode. Uh, Jane's like, the student council is over. We're done. It, it, like, we're, we can't do this anymore. We've shamed ourselves. Yeah. This is the first time we've seen Diana since episode one. Yeah, yeah. And then she's in the very next episode. And, yes. Episode 17 is called Vlog with Diana Into the Woods. It starts off with Diana. She is holding a camera. Wa- I assume she's using her phone walking through the winter woods. Uh, and I like that it's a different aspect ratio than Anne's camera. Because it shows yeah. that, like, Diana is not using Anne's camera. She's using, like, her phone camera or something. Yeah, I like that a lot. Nice touch. Diana is talking about how pretty the woods are and she might be like Anne and get into vlogging. Yes. She comes across Anne just hugging a tree. <laughs> 
she asks Anne what she's doing, and Anne, there's text on the screen that says, mumbling something about wood dryads. Yes. <laughs> uh, Anne introduces the tree as her new friend, Stan. <laughs> Uh, and then cuts them walking together. Uh, they have not hung out in a while because Anne's job takes up so much time. But then Anne di- accuses Diana of spending more time with Fred. Diana says that they're just friends, which I thought that they were like officially dating by this point. So that's an interesting thing. Yeah, it is. Um, Anne keeps calling him Potato Fred. He keeps calling <laughs> him Potato Fred. <laughs> and then Diana says... He's my little sweet potato. Oh, God, what did I just say? Yeah. And says, that's disgusting. Get away from me. <laughs> it, Diana makes a nice reference back to the season one where she says, because they're, say, they're hanging out, there's no more endless endlessness. Yes. And then Anne asks Diana to send her that footage so that she could put it up on her channel. It's definitely sad that Diana is not in more of this season because I, I think she's in more of the book, right? Yeah. But I it does fit with like the idea that they are they are they're still best friends, but like things are changing somewhat in their final year of school and like they have different responsibilities and like they're still gonna be best friends, but like they just they can't spend that as much time together. And I think that's interesting. Yeah, and I think it's going to sort of ease us into season three where they're literally not in the same location. Um, yeah. Though I yeah. actually think Diana's in more of season three than season two. That's true. I, I do think that. <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting that the like friendships in season two are mostly with like guys. Um, yeah. Where in season one, it was mostly other girls. It, yeah. There's like no inherent meaning to that. It's just interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Episode 18 is called Sleepover Convos. Anne and Paul are sitting in Anne's room. She's having Paul over for a sleepover, which is just like, okay, it is established at some point in this season that Paul is gay, right? Yeah, we're not there yet. I think it's next week, but... Okay, I thought it was this episode. I remembered it being this episode in my head. With that knowledge, it's it's more it's like, okay, I get why Anne would invite him over for a sleepover. Yeah. Yeah, like, and that's an extra thing that bonds these two characters that I think the other characters are not aware of yet. Anne says that they are going to have a big middle-in-the-night conversation. And Paul's like, you can't just will those into existence. (laughs) But then they kind of do. Yeah, I mean, I think that the question, can you decide to have a larger-than-life conversation is itself like a big conversation, like like (laughs) the start of a big conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Paul asks Anne what was her best dream. And Anne describes a dream of like her parents playing with her, but she couldn't see their faces. Um, Paul says that it may be a memory and not a dream, but Anne says it can't be because her mom went to jail pretty soon after she was born. Which is really, it's just sad. It's sad. Anne asks Paul if he believes in God. He says that he does sometimes, but he doesn't like the books and the rules, which is pretty similar to how Anne feels about it. But uh, he does feel sometimes that there's someone looking after him, and maybe it's his mother. But in order for it to be his mom uh, and his mom to be in heaven, there he says there must be a God of some sorts. 
and thinks that if there is a heaven, it doesn't fit into any of their rules or logic that like humans have, which is really interesting. Yeah, it is. Paul asks Anne if she believes in karma. Um, I assume he means the more like generalized idea of karma, not as much as like the the specifics of what it actually is, because like. I'm pretty sure karma is different than what it actually means. Yeah, I think this is more the, like, generalized, like, more westernized concept of karma that's just, like, actions have consequences, or, like, people get what's coming to Mm -hmm. them, or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And Anne says that she sort of has to. She says that uh, everyone has to atone for their sins in one way or another, and she thinks that there's karma in just, like, natural social situations. And she says that she has to believe it in it in order to forgive and forget, which I like a lot. Yeah. Anne asks Paul if he falls in love easily. He says that he has never been in love, and Anne agrees. Uh, Paul thinks that falling in love would be a slow process for him. Yeah, and as we know from season three, that is very much the case for Anne. Um, yes. And this scene, I don't know, it just really resonated with me. I was like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Yeah. Um, I mean, not me. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I, I, I seem to have a crush on like a different person every other day. So, <laughs> yeah, I have crushes on people for very extended periods of time. And it's usually someone I was um, already friends with and. Hmm. I would say I have only been in love one time. Um, I've never, like, been in love, but, like, I've definitely, like, felt the potential to be in love with someone multiple times. Yeah, like, if it had gotten there. Yeah. It could have been. Yeah. 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 Now we're having a middle-of-the-night conversation. (laughs) isn't that what this is for? Sort of? Yeah, Um, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I... I have been in love once, and <laughs> we don't need to get mm-hmm. into the specifics of that, but yep. Yep. but yeah, um, it's a nice thing. For me, it happens gradually, but for some people, it happens quicker, and that's, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I guess both of these characters are sort of more in the situation that of me. Um, yeah. So yeah. I just related to what they mm-hmm. said there. Paul asks Anne if he, she flirts more knowingly or unknowingly, and Anne says that she's never flirted with anyone in her life, and so I wrote in parentheses, so unknowingly. <laughs> yeah, clearly. I mean, like, yeah. like she and Gilbert are already flirting, and, like, also, Anne, yeah. you totally flirted with Diana. Come on. Yeah. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think Diana flirted with Anne more. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. D- Diana flirted with Anne a lot. But... Yeah. I, but I think in, like, that kind of straight girl flirting way. Yeah, unfortunately. I really want Diana yeah. to be queer, but there's no evidence that she is. Yeah. Anne asks Paul when he... What makes him feel most like himself? He says that it's like, a bit cheesy, but it's when he's writing his book... But talking about it makes him feel talking about it makes him feel foolish. And it's like you can tell me about it. And Paul's like, "Well, there's also the camera right there." Yeah. Uh, and she says that her kindred spirits appreciate art. 
Um, he has this really, I, I really like the story that he describes that he's writing. Um, it's about like these people in his head who are like called the rock people who live on like the seashore and that these people never change. And that's like the splendid thing about them. Yeah. Um, he describes like a bunch of different characters in this story and it's all like really beautiful imagery. I really, really like this part. Yeah. It's really cool. Like I would read Paul's book. Yeah, totally. And he says the book, it does, it's kind of like a combination between prose and poetry because it doesn't, it doesn't really rhyme, but he's like using the way that poems don't really explain anything. Yeah. I'm trying to, I, I feel like there's a writer that that reminds me of, but I, I can't think of the name right now. Hmm. I mean, Anne Carson sort of does that sort of thing, but she does a lot of weird experimental stuff, and it's also, like, yeah. classics, so that's very different from this. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of others. They absolutely exist, but... Yeah. Yeah. And then Anne ends the video by saying that she thinks Paul is a genius. Yes. Uh, episode 19 is called Christmas Shopping. Uh, the description says that Anne is in Carmody with Gilbert because they're both buying some presents. Apparently, Gilbert is holding the camera. I believe it. Yeah. Uh, because there are some very cute shots of Anne that I can tell that he wanted to film aesthetically. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's really, j it's, it's just like shots of Anne exploring the city and walking through cute shops over music. And I'm just like, man, remember like going to stores? Wow. That was a long time ago. <laughs> and like being able to browse and like pick things up and put them back down and like <laughs> wasn't yeah, that fun it was i don't think i've done that since january yeah because like february march i was at school mm -hmm. which is in a small town and yeah so like the last time i really would have done the like walking through stores thing would have been in January when I was in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's weird. Can um, I just say, I, I am so glad that lockdown started after you returned from your, your semester abroad. Oh, yeah, me too. I am so incredibly lucky because I know so many people who were abroad in the spring and like got sent yeah. home from studying abroad is horrible. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but yeah, I, the only places I've gone since lockdown are the supermarket and Walmart twice. <laughs> yeah, um, basically the same. Sometimes you just have to go to Walmart, unfortunately. I go to, like, the deli. There's, like, a deli on the corner that I go to, like, every other day just because, like, they have some groceries. And also sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I want a sandwich that I didn't make. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But like they've stayed open throughout the entire like the they've stayed open the entirety of lockdown, wow. which I am really appreciate. But also I'm like, are you guys okay? Yeah, really. Um, yeah, I go to the supermarket like once a week, and they're very careful, and mm -hmm. you know they only let so many people in, and you have to be masked because the state of New Mexico has actually been dealing with things mostly properly, um, mm -hmm. and. Yeah, and then I've been to Walmart twice, and we've gotten, like, takeout from mm -hmm. two of the three restaurants in town, but one of them opened up indoor seating and then closed it again, 
It's mm. like, why did you even try? <laughs> yeah, the the stores in New in New York City are like way worse about like only letting a certain number of people in. Because like I feel like because like the grocery store that I go to that's not the deli on the corner is like too big that they like can't count how many people are in there at the same oh, time. Yeah. I so also they just feel kind of, like it's like a thing with New Yorkers to like be in crowds and like oh yeah in like crowded lines and yeah it's just sort of how New York is so yeah it it's yeah. not a great place to be right now yeah. <laughs> uh anyways <laughs> uh back to the show uh we have one episode left episode 20 uh, new year, new me, and other cliches. Now, I noticed um, watching this episode that they had actually been playing, in the description, I realized they'd actually been playing catch-up with some of the episodes. Yeah. Uh, like, they had a bunch of episodes that they posted on the same day, and they kind of said in the description what they was supposed to be posted, which I, like, super sympathize with. <laughs> like, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, because, um, like, this was this was supposed to be posted on, like, January 1st, and it was actually posted January 27th or something. Yeah, and the, I think, like, four or five episodes were posted on the 27th. Um, yeah, and I think, I think this happens again in season three, and I'm just, like, it was rough at the time, because I was, like, I want to know what happens in season three, but, like, <laughs> I totally get it. Yeah, um, I think... As I recall, because this this would have been our senior year as well, um, I yeah. didn't watch a lot of season two while it was airing. I watched like the first few, and then I was like mm-hmm. doing college applications, so I wasn't yeah. watching every week. And then they went on a break, so January was when I caught up. And then they had mm-hmm. all this new stuff, and then I was like, "Oh, gotta wait a week now." Yeah, <laughs> for new stuff. We're back here. We're back to normal. Um, Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I think I, like, watched probably, like, 15 episodes on the day when they dropped, like, five. Nice. Um, because it was January, and I was done with college applications. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So in this episode, Anna's, like, talking about the last year, uh, 2016, over, like, it's both old footage from her videos and, uh, footage of fireworks. Yeah. Um, she says that she made peace with an old enemy. She came out of the closet. She made new friends. And I'm like, Gilbert's not that old of an enemy. He's not. He's as recent <laughs> as your new friends. Yeah. Like, you you were an enemy with Gilbert almost from, like, the same week you were friends with Diana. <laughs> yeah. But like I, I get I get it because like you want to phrase it nicely, but so I get why she said it like that. Yeah, but yeah, I mean they've only been friends for like five months at this point, maybe. Maybe, but I mean they've known each other for longer. Yeah, but they've yeah. known each other for like a year and a half. Um, and quotes uh, the poet Rupi Kaur, uh, and says, "I have what I have, and I am happy. I've lost what I've lost, and I'm still happy." She says that 2016 took Matthew away from her, but if Matthew can see her, he's happy that she is happy, which is a nice thought. That's very sweet. And then Anne starts talking about what's lying ahead for her in 2017. She starts making a bucket list. 
Uh, I wrote down all her things. Uh, she wants to grow her hair at least five centimeters longer. She wants to write at least one poem per week. She wants to make more videos where she leaves the house. She wants to learn the balance between being helpful and staying out of others' business. Which is... I I like that because... It, it relates to, like, what Gilbert was talking about in that earlier episode about, like, her students. And, yeah. like, how she can't... Sometimes she can't help them. Yeah, and um, sometimes it's not her responsibility to. And sometimes she... Yeah. Won't be able to, and that's okay. And sometimes she shouldn't even try. Um, though we haven't had as many of those situations. Yeah. Usually Anne's urge to be helpful is a good thing. Like, yeah. it, the show doesn't frame it as, like, Anne shouldn't try to help people. Um, yeah. It's just more like she should, I don't know, like, learn to take care of herself also and yeah. not always have to be involved in every single thing that's going on. She wants to read the entire Harry Potter series to Davy and Dora, which confused me because I thought she didn't even like Harry Potter that much. No, she did. She just wasn't, it like wasn't her top thing. Yeah, I guess it was more Diana's thing. Yeah. Okay. She wants to not fret about getting into university and then says, I don't, don't make promises she can't keep. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, this was, like, really meaningful for me watching at the time, because, like, I was also freaking out about getting into college, you know? Yeah, exactly. It was a, it was a stressful time. And now here she we are, to- like, almost four years later. Yeah, oh my god. Anne is gonna, Anne, canonical Anne is gonna be graduating col- university soon. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. You ever think about that, Zoe? Ah. (laughs) Uh, We're also going to be graduating soon. Yeah. She wants to keep telling people how much they mean to her. And she starts by saying that her viewers mean a lot to her. Yeah. And that's that chunk of episodes. Yeah. I, I feel like we went off on a lot of tangents, but I feel like it was good because, like, these episodes also kind of went off on a lot of tangents. Yeah, they definitely did. Um, I think there's a lot of, like, as we said, it, there's a lot of Paul. Um, yeah. And there's also a lot of Gilbert, but only in one episode. Um, yeah, but it's a long episode. Yeah, it's a long episode, and I think there's a lot going on in it um Mm -hmm. like we learn a lot um Mm -hmm. and we just see a lot of like their dynamic in action and most of it is good and then there's the like mothering bit and i'm like no 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 nope nope why why did you put this here why is this happening (laughs) yeah um yeah i like that davy and dora show up um Mm -hmm. and that they keep that Mm-hmm. It's just like another one of those things that never gets adapted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know. Like it's fun to have these kids arrive. It yeah, definitely has feels a little bit different than it does in the book. Where, I mean, I haven't read Anne of Avonlea in a while, but Anne is eleven when she arrives in Anne of Green mm-hmm. Gables, and then Davy and Dora are eleven. In yeah. Anne of Avonlea. So the, it's even more like 
Marilla took in Anne and now she's taking in other kids um, Mm -hmm. who were like in a similar situation and also the same age as Anne was when she first showed up. So um, here it's more like Marilla is has like grown as a person to where she can take in even younger kids than Anne was and like be cool Mm -hmm. with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I guess that's our episode. Yeah. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, basically everywhere you find your podcasts. Um, if you want to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, that would be wonderful. Uh, any last words, Zoe? Um, well, just that next week we will be talking about episodes 21 through 30 of season two. Yes. Um, we're going 10 episodes at a time. Easy to remember. Um, yes. Yeah. So I guess we'll we'll see you or talk to you next week. And yeah, discuss, start discussing the second half of this season. Yeah, we're, we're halfway through the show as a whole now because we're halfway oh, through yeah. season two. Oh, that's wild. Okay. So this yeah. is this is the halfway point. Um, and mm-hmm. like, uh, Timeline-wise, it also is, because it's um, New Year's of the second year of two. So, yeah, exact midway point. Um, Yeah, and so next next week we'll be getting into spring semester of senior year. um, Mm -hmm. And also the second half of the show as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.